we'd like to welcome you to part three of our emergency freedom alerts for September 28th, 2020. And uh, the next thing, a, a short clip from uh, Richie from Boston. I don't, I don't agree with everything this guy puts out. Okay, but but there are things that you can glean. Um, and this is Trump to roll in military for elections. This should tell you what's coming. So just kind of a brief clip here. News now. Because of this entire thing, now the Pentagon fears, fears grow that Trump will pull the military into election unrest. This is utterly ridiculous, and it blows me away because somebody left a comment in the comment section, and it's something I've been talking about with people face-to-face -face for quite a while now. It's amazing how well MAGA, Q, and the Trump movement, Trump, if this were real, if everything was as it was, Trump is a reality show actor. That's his job. And right. a billionaire. Yes. And a friend of Jeffrey Epstein's. Yep. And everything that we aren't. And yet somehow they used mind control. They cast a spell or whatever. Yep. And got people thinking that this billionaire is somehow a friend of yours. Right. And yet... I mean, would you have... If you went back just even five years ago, would you have ever... As even even as a lukewarm Christian, would would even a lukewarm Christian ever uh, assume Trump was some kind of strong Christian? No, he never portrayed himself as that. He never was that. He never will be that. But they put this fancy veneer on him in order to get him elected to president, in order to get the the vote from the the Christian right, and and they've most most Christians have bought into it hook, line, and sinker. He's the only president in history to declare a national emergency and then a national state of disaster, which we're still under. Right. FEMA has the rain, rains right now. Yes. Period. That's all there is to it. Yes. Stuff. When he I, gave total control over to FEMA. We've covered that in previous broadcasts. He's not in control anymore anyway. I, I'm not saying he ever was. I think he's been a figurehead. I believe he's always been taking orders from, from his higher-ups, just like pretty much any other president that they puppet they put in office. It is what it is. It amazes me that people still think that this dude is somehow doing 5D chess and it's going to change everything yeah. and all will be well, etc., etc., etc. The people that would have stood up are the people that are following this guy like a dope. Look around. Look around. Has Trump done one single solitary thing to protect free speech? Your right to bear arms? Has he done anything to make your life better? The world is... The United States is in absolute utter chaos and at the brink of explosion at any moment. How come Trump's not fixing this? You see what I'm saying? This is what this is happening absolutely everywhere. And yeah. Anytime you he's need showing it. pictures of these BLM devils rolling out, and you know how that's just all well because it contributes to the to the order out of chaos. That's why he's not doing anything to really stop any of it. This guy's such a douche. I didn't even know it was his. Oh, sorry. This is, you know, Richie from Boston. Kind of uh, mature language stuff. You know, that's what you get. It's his. How come Trump's not fixing any of this whatsoever at all? Well, because this is these are the kind of Americans that have protection to do whatever they want. They can dress in black. They can disguise themselves. They can carry weapons. They can burn. They can loot. They can do whatever they yes, want. But exactly. if you have the nerve... To not wear a mask. Right. 
yeah. for this entire yeah there's they're showing about the ohio woman that got uh arrested and tased after she refused to leave a middle school football game for not wearing a mask she's there with her whole family watching the football game of her son and some maggot devil comes up to her some i don't know if he's a real police officer or whatever and says you've got to you either got to leave or put the mask on. She's like, I'm not doing anything wrong. I'm outside. Everybody around me has a mask on. And they were, not only that, she was only sitting with her family. They were six feet, six feet apart from anyone else. It's a middle school football game. And these two devils come over and basically say, well, you've got to put the mask on or, or leave. And she doesn't want to leave. So they start manhandling her and then they ended up you know tasing her and then put her in cuffs and again this is this is what that's fine they can do that all day long but blm and antifa and all the all the um antifa people that are setting fires out in out on the west coast with their in in the in our law enforcement is doing their level uh, well the media is doing their level best and certain factions of the law enforcement are doing their level best to cover that all up and make sure that narrative doesn't... That's all fine. Trump's doing nothing about to stop any of that. And he's doing nothing about all these, these mask mandates and all the draconian stuff that's being done to the churches and this type of garbage that I just mentioned, this lady at the football game, and all the other things that they're doing. In fact, he's on the spear tip of bringing in, in the vaccine. He's a devil. He's not your friend. He's a total devil. And the church is going... The apostate lukewarm church is going right along with it. Sensical pandemic. Well, you're going to see what police are. That all boils down to Trump also. How long are you guys going to be deceived? Yeah. How long? I mean, it's a... I'm not saying that to my listeners. I'm just saying people in general that will call themselves conservative or Christians or whatever. Most of them are totally deceived about Trump. Amazing to me. The national debt's never been higher. We're still in a state of emergency. People just tend to forget <clears throat> about all this stuff. Free speech is out the window. We've never seen censorship like this ever, yeah. ever, ever, ever. But somehow he's the answer. Yeah. You're being played, and you may want to wake up sooner than later. And here's another little tidbit for you. Remember I did the video the other day explaining how uh, AstraZeneca stopped their trials with the COVID vaccine? Well, apparently that's changed, and they're back on track again, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. So, and that's maybe. after, and I, I'm going to get into this if I can get to it today. That's after they had another person in their clinical trial from AstraZeneca, who I believe Fauci owns, either owns that company or is a major stockholder. Uh, AstraZeneca, they've had two people now that have come down with transverse myelitis, which is a very serious neurological disease. Um, and they have tried to suppress it but it, they it got leaked out and who knows how many more people have had severe reactions that they have been able to suppress but it doesn't matter because they're they're going along with the with the vac because we got to get the vaccine out asap it doesn't matter if people are paralyzed they can't use their arms and legs with the transverse mind that's fine it's and who knows what it's doing to their dna and who knows what it's doing on to them on a spiritual level if it's a cultured off an aborted baby and all the other garbage they're putting into it that doesn't matter. All that matters is they get that vaccine out. In the military, outside your window, soon enough, with a vial for you and everyone you love. Enjoy. It's unbelievable to me. Utterly unbelievable to me. And here's one more. Do not forget to order this. So he commingles 
this ad in. They're already experiencing delivery. My Patriot Supply, the, the, the lowest dog food garbage, 33% one-star ratings on Amazon. 33% of the people that bought this garbage. This garbage that's not fit for human consumption. This garbage that is all GMO, um, has, you, you name the, the bad ingredients, it's pretty much got it in there. It looks like a chemical factory you're eating. Makes people sick. I read you some of the testimonies about this. Dave Hodges pushes, pushes this garbage. Uh, Tom Horn pushes this garbage. Richie from Boston pushes this. You name so many people on alternative Christian, and they say it's top restaurant quality. Alex Jones, one of the main pushers of this garbage. Restaurant quality, best that you can buy. I'm quoting what they say on air. And I would say to them, have you no fear of God? selling them this low-grade, your listeners, this low-grade dog food that they're probably not even going to ever try until they've got no food, and then they're going to realize that they bought low-grade dog food from you, but it's going to be too late because you're going to be stuck with it. And Richie from Boston's right on that same train, yet he's supposedly against, he calls out all these other people all the time, yet he himself is fleecing his own listener base. It's one of the many reasons I have no respect for the guy. Order it now before you can't at all. I am warning you, and I have been warning you, and there's a reason. And I emailed him about this. Got no response. I have been on this from the... Yeah, yeah. Thanks, Richie. You are you are so looking out for us. Now, I did a whole teaching on that. Key and Patriot Pantry, uh, long-term storable food, whatever, in the, in the keyword search box. I did it recently, exposing Dave Hodges. You know, Dave Hodges, I, I sent him all this information because Mike Adams actually came out with a report on this because he's against it too. Of course, Mike Adams is, you know, <laughs> I could do a whole report on him as well, um, but he's not a Christian, okay? Mike Adams is not a Christian. Um, he's very, very double-minded, and he's come out, he'll attack God one week, and then he'll act like he's a Christian one week, and then he'll attack God. I've got a whole file on on the dude. But he came out with a really good report on Patriot Pantry Food, how it's total garbage. And I went and did more research, and I sent all of it to Dave, and Dave's basically, Dave Hodge's basic response to me was something like, that's crap. That's all he said to me, something like that. I, I put it in the, in the PDF for that date. It was, a, I don't know, it was four or five weeks ago. And I'm like, way to refute this documented report, Dave. Way to actually refute what's on the labels, which I posted two different labels of all the garbage ingredients. You can't refute it. It's black and white. Doesn't matter. As long as they're making money, that's all that matters. Because the love of money is the root of all evil. So, next report. West Coast wildfire updates. Um, I'm going to play this audio here. It's U.S. Forest Service employee reveals on radio that the West Coast wildfires are actually both dues directed energy weapons, and arson attacks, which is what I've been saying. It's not just one or the other, and most of the people, like Richie from Boston, these other guys, oh, it's, it's either one or the other. It can't be both. can't be both. Well, why can't it be both? Wouldn't it be more logical from a satanic standpoint not to put all your satanic eggs in one basket and actually have a multiple, various, and sundry ways that they're actually causing these wildfires so it's harder to pin any one thing down? Well, I would think so. So I'm going to go ahead and play this. Now, there's a little, there's some language in this. I'm sorry. Uh, I, I, it's in such a format, I can't edit it out the way that this player is. Um, 
Hello, ladies and gentlemen. What you are about to hear is an excerpt from the September 15, 2020 airing of the Hal Turner Radio Show. It is a U.S. Forest Service employee, retired, confirming that the wildfires plaguing California, Oregon... Now, I understand you have to be careful with Hal Turner, but when you have something that's already been verified nine ways to Sunday, and then here's another guy that just comes in and verifies it again, not everything Hal Turner puts out is bad. Okay, most of what he puts out is actually pretty accurate. Now, some of what he says he doesn't have sources for, like... He said that the uh, he had a report on there about this AstraZeneca. You know the second one I just said, the second person that developed uh, transverse myelitis. Now that was on Russia Today. It was on other news sources. But he went further, and I don't know where he got this report, saying that the person that got this not only got transverse myelitis, but they said, you've killed God, meaning I can't feel God anymore. Now, the thing is, is I've warned about that for years, going all the way back to the Funvax thing, that we have reported on where they, they're developing vaccines that they've openly admitted uh, in Pentagon lectures where they've said we've developed vaccines that take out the VMAT2 gene in your brain. The VMAT2 gene is, is the area of the brain or the gene that is uh, has to do with religious expression and, and what, how we would feel like um, it would have a lot to do with our worship or um, our connection with God. And I believe that this vaccine that's coming with COVID-19 because it's so stinking important for Satan to get that into our body. I wouldn't be surprised one bit if people got it. And then all of a sudden, you know, maybe two, three, four weeks down the, I, I can't believe it would ha- act right away. It might be something where it's, it's a, an insidious thing that it takes up to a year to work. Who knows? But from a satanic standpoint, they don't want, they don't want to give somebody something and they walk out of the doctor's office and then all of a sudden they're, like a totally different person like two minutes later that wouldn't make sense because that word would get around real quick they would want it to be more long slow and controlled that by the time that millions and millions had gotten it'd be too late where they where they're like i I don't know i I don't have any desire to to um try to connect with god i don't i don't really believe in god you wouldn't surprise me one bit the problem is is he had nothing to back it up and i tried even left messages on the board i'm like where now it was partly true because there was a second person that did get damaged and did get transverse myelitis and astrazeneca says i don't care about the the two that got transverse myelitis and who knows how many more have we're going to go ahead and keep going with this because there's too much money on the line and we want to make sure that we get this into everybody and it doesn't matter if people are paralyzed that's irrelevant we like that in fact because we're satanists washington are not wildfires They are arson attacks by Antifa and Black Lives Matter. Okay, but he's leaving out dues that this guy's going to talk about. He's not talking about dues. Most people won't talk about directed energy weapons. Because I I think they think, oh, I I can go far, but I can't go too. Hal Turner's a Trump guy. Okay, so he's yet yet one more. He's got all kind of horrible ads on his site. I mean, it's, it's horrible. I run Ghostry, though, that free program online, and it well a lot of times when you go up to a site like that it'll take all the ads away you won't you don't see anything so um that's good to know you can download it for free he also confirms that there is a major effort underway to conceal this reality from the american people 
The Hal Turner Show airs Monday through Friday, 9 to 10 p.m. Eastern U.S. time on global high-frequency radio stations, WBCQ. And I have to let this play because there's no way I can really forward it. WRMI. It also airs on regular AM, KYAH, 540 AM, Utah's Talk Authority, and is streamed live on the Internet at HalTurnerRadioShow.com. Be sure to tune in, and you can hear cutting-edge news information like this. Hello, caller. You're on the Hal Turner Show. Who are you? Where are you calling from? Hello, Al. Uh, this is uh, Captain Mack from uh, Northern California, United States Forest Service, retired. Hello, Captain Mack in Northern California, United States Forest Service, retired. I just wanted to uh, pass on some uh, intel and analysis Please. on... Uh, on the, on the situation here in Northern California, and also say that uh, when I tried to call your your uh, phone number here, uh, they drained my battery and put me on some kind of a web maintenance bot uh, <laughs> screen. So uh, with, uh, with difficulty, I'm passing this intel on to you because I don't care if they show up to my door, I'm still going to pass on the intel. We're ready to receive um, it. The, 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 correct, the correct term is not range, it's wildland firefighter. And my analysis of the Antifa photo with, with, uh, with, the, with the three uh, firefighters wearing the, uh, what, what, what's called the uh, Nomex, yes. is that they are um, probably with some kind of engine crew in uh, Oregon or Washington, and they're seasonal hires, and... Uh, one of these shitbirds probably got some kind of Antifa flag and decided to take a picture of it. Their gear is uh, is what we would be wearing in the field. And um, I really don't believe that they are a threat, but the drone footage of, uh, of uh, the drone spitting out fire. Yes. Um, a lot of... A lot of people on other sites have been saying, well, that's probably just a picture of a Forest Service drone that we use uh, to, to uh, start control burns. I don't but think we so. Never, <laughs> we never, we never, ever light from the bottom of the road. Yeah. We always start from the top of the mountain and work our way slowly down because if you light from the bottom of the road, it turns into a, a running crown fire and runs up. Yep. So what that tells me is that these people have some kind of, uh, they have a lot of money behind them and probably some type of governmental uh, backing because even with all my experience, and, and I've worked since 2000 on the most elite hotshot crews in the country and have been on, uh, on most of the big fires that you've seen on TV or another one like them in all these years, and I do not even have the capability to run some kind of uh, a drone like that. So that tells me that these people have a lot of backing. And I can absolutely tell you 100% that these fires in Oregon, there was no lightning. And you have to have a point of ignition to start these fires. And these fires were 100%, almost not 100%, but most of them were, were definitely arson fires. 
and also the, the intel of, of the new weapons from uh, that Dutch since caught. Yes. Uh, show, showing showing the uh, the directed energy weapons. Yes. For for most of my years, I thought that was all bullshit. Now, I am completely convinced that it is real. The flyer that they directed that to was is called the Slater Fire in Happy Camp, California, and it was at 30,000 acres. When they hit that with the directed energy weapon, it went to 120,000 acres within within hours. That never happens. So we are Notice how he said when they hit it with a directed energy weapon. Okay? He's one of the first guys, he's the one of the only guys I've heard that like is comes from a uh, one of the backgrounds he comes from these hotshot crews where he's talking about directed energy weapons but and also antifa black lives matter which is again is what i've been saying they, they're it's it's a concerted it's a, it's a team effort under attack and uh, and and all these sheriffs in oregon that are telling that are telling people the truth they are telling the truth they're getting fired for it they're they're hitting hitting my phone to, to try and stop stop the truth from getting out but i am telling you that we are under attack uh, as personal experience i'm here in northern california and not 50 feet from my driveway i i caught a potential ar- arsonist not 50 feet from my driveway with oregon plates and i rendered him combat ineffective his vehicle mm. so this is happening it is happening everywhere we are under attack and I have worked with the most elite hotshot crews in this country, and I am telling you from my experience and from what I am hearing, from, from, from I am in, just like you are in close contact with your with your friends in the FBI, I am still in close contact with all my crew members in the United States Forest Service, and we are all seeing the same thing on the ground. And they have tried to stop me from calling from calling you tonight and and draining the energy out of my battery. To stop me from, from from providing this intel to you, and I don't care if they show up at my door. I'll tell them the same thing. Well, thank Ca- you, Hal. Captain Mack, U.S. Forest Service retired in Northern California. Thank you so much. Everything you said went out over the air. Uh, all forty-eight contiguous United States via WBCQ and WRMI, regular AM via KYAH in Utah, the internet. And it will be part of the audio archive of this show, which will be available to the world after the show goes off. So thanks so very much for calling in. Yeah, I really appreciate that guy calling in. Um, You know, the thing is, is what's so pathetic now is I'm just scanning through different. I mean, Alex Jones in particular, all of all of all his site is is like Joe Biden in, in the Trump SCOTUS pick. And it's all right, left paradigm garbage. It's all, that's all it turned his turn. He's like Sean Hannity now. It's, it's just, it's getting harder and harder. Not only is there massive censorship going on, on all of these platforms like YouTube and Facebook and um, Instagram and Twitter and all these things, but even the people that call themselves Christian and the alternative right, most of them, there's certain things they will not touch, like the do's weapons, and they've all got hyper-focused into the election because all that matters is us getting Trump in place. Meanwhile, the world's going to the hell, hell in a handbasket. There's all these things going on and they're not even really covering them or if they do, it's just like a lip service. 
So it's getting harder and harder to actually find truth, I guess is the point I'm trying to make out there. Um, okay, so more, there, and I just posted other reports that confirm what we're hearing here. These are different reports. County commissioners told by law enforcement, Antifa is staging gas cans to start more fires. Now, some of this is, is a little bit dated. It's like maybe last week, but it confirms what we're talking about here. And they're armed with chainsaws to cut utility poles and start fires. So then censorship moves further and further. Facebook will remove all posts alleging Oregon fires were started by certain groups. If you post on Facebook and you mention anything like BLM or Antifa, put dash marks between like every letter, like B-L-M or Antifa, A-N- you know, do it that way. If there's any keyword searches that the Facebook algorithms are going to try to nail you for, now this would probably go with Twitter or Instagram, put dash marks between any word and then you'll probably be able to post it okay it's a little trick for you and then antifa dressed as firemen setting more fires in california oregon washington oregon oregon fire officials prepare for mass fatality event do they know something we don't and then more truth truth i'm sorry more proof california and oregon underground fires and the new excuse to shut down access to forests now my comment about this video is this is most likely these subterranean fires where they're showing all these fires of things burning underground like they'll dig out some ground and they'll find out like the tree itself is not on fire but it's burning underneath the tree or they cut into these trees and it's burning in the middle of the tree with the outside bark being totally fine now how how, how does that work i just i just need to know that i've never seen that before but they're saying um, the local news is trying to con us all into thinking that this is somehow normal. Trees don't burn from the roots up or from the inside out. They're hitting the western U.S. from the sky and underground uh, with these underground subterranean dues weapons. We've talked about these before. So they've got the sky dues weapons. They've got the subterranean dues weapons. They've got the Antifa and Black Lives Matter arsonists that are doing this. So it's, it's a big concern. There's probably other ways they're lighting the fires too. That I'm not even mentioning. But um, then there's another link here. More solid proof of underground uh, dues weapons being used in attacks of California and Oregon. And then proof that Portland is actually housing Antifa. whole guy that filmed their whole little thing. City of Portland houses and conceals Antifa rioters. So, again, what is Trump doing about any of this stuff? He's not. He's a figurehead. Next report, millions will be living in tents, severe disrupt, disruption ahead as the U.S. enters 2021. Do you have a plan for the young people in your family or the unable to defend to escape to this area of your house or another area that you have hardened against projectiles? They will be able to remain safe while the able-bodied work to stop a threat to life at your homestead. I've received dozens of emails and text messages over the last two weeks from people who are just hours away, in some cases, away from being homeless and having no food to eat. The world that we are going into right now, the world that we are going to wake up to in 2021 should be foreboding enough to make you spend every moment of your day and every penny that you can find on securing your family for what things are going to be like in 2021. The individuals that are reaching out to me, they're not looking for food money. They're not looking for any type of financial help. They're looking for direction. 
They are awash in despair. Their entire lives have been turned over, and they are seeing for the first time in some cases the world for the cruel reality that it is. I spoke at length with one individual over text and email. He's living in a tent. He has family in another state, but they themselves are on hard times. They have small children, and they're looking out for themselves. His family is unwilling to take him in. He has a vehicle, and he uses it to go to work. He has a job. It's part-time. His employer says that he can't give him more hours because they, the employment, they're barely making ends meet. They're barely staying open. A third-degree felony. He can't afford housing. He can't find other work. I asked him if he is eating well, and he said that he, he eats pretty good. He takes home food from his place of employment, things that would normally be thrown away, and he eats them before they spoil. He's making the best of what he can. What worries him the most is that he's living in a tent, and he's living in a car. He's concerned about strangers and law enforcement. You're not allowed to legally stay in a vehicle. You're not allowed to legally stay in a tent, and he knows that it's only a matter of time before a police officer notices him or he's being narked out by a local who is rightfully concerned about an individual not staying in a home. We are on countdown day number 29. Until the final warning brace for impact conference, I want you to make sure to stay tuned after this episode for more information or visit gen6.com and you can see how you can register to hear what's going to happen in the election and what's going to happen beyond the election of this year. It's going to be a time of turmoil. Back to the individual. This person is just one of dozens that I have fielded over the last two weeks and this is just the beginning. The largest housing crisis to ever take place is about to rock the Western world. There's some speculation that squatters laws are going to be enacted to allow individuals to stay inside of the homes that they don't own, even if they're not paying on them. This is after the government stops its eviction or its stop on eviction after that runs dry in December of this year. But that can't take place, according to one attorney who is reviewing the evictions. He warns that the moratorium on evictions is only making things worse. There are 8 million homeowners and property owners who are going to be foreclosed on, he claims. The government of the United States cannot soak up this type of debt and remain viable. They must do something or risk collapse if they do nothing. We are already starting to see reports of violence that is surrounding this economic collapse, this crisis. We have watched the videos on social media of recent violent interactions during repossessions over campers that individuals were using as homes that they were calling their home, but they are unable to pay on. They're being uh, vic uh, not evicted from, they're being repossessed. We've seen videos and images of car repossessions turning ugly. We watched a guy draw down on a repossession individual over a low-end Mercedes-Benz being taken away. It's a shock to all of these people. What is about to happen is the entering into a time of darkness for all men and women in the Western world. Millions of people are being shocked mm. into a stark reality. They've paid on their homes for five years, maybe ten years, and if we look at the math of that, they have paid an average of fifty to seventy-five thousand dollars, only only to enter the, into this new reality, in which they can't make their payments, and all of their fifty thousand dollars are gone, never to be seen again, because the bank will foreclose on that home, and the individual has lost what they sweat and bled over for the past ten years. 
the banks don't care. They don't care if they foreclose on you. They are glad to take your money, and then they are glad to take your home away from you. They are not the friends of the people. There is a misconception in the West that getting a mortgage enters an individual into an elite group of higher standard. But in reality, it's just the peasants that are allowed to pay interest yeah. on something that they can have. The Bible says the borrower is slave to the lender. So it's not more, more, mortgage means mort means death, like mortuary, mortality. Engage means contract. It's a death contract taken away from them. Or if they don't pay their taxes down the road, the government will take it away from them. Yeah. I'm urging you right now to make a plan for if and when you lose your home. No home is secure forever. Even if your home is paid off, all it takes is a natural disaster <clears throat> to lose everything that you have sweat and blood for. What are you going to do? How are you going to make it work? Let me tell you, if you talk to your family and you talk to your friends today about what will happen, it will make things less shocking when it comes time to move in together. If you have a plan with them today, you will be ready to act on that plan tomorrow. And this isn't just for housing. Make a plan for what to do when violence comes to your home city and your street. It is coming. When millions of people realize that their homes are being taken away, that their children will be sleeping on cots next to dozens of other strangers and families in a shelter that is full of corruption and hazard of its own, they will take their amassed anger into the streets of your city, and they will burn that city to the ground. Make a plan for what you're going to do when this happens in your area. Do you have a pantry in your home where you keep all of your buckets of rice and flour and sugar? Did you know that the density of these items, especially the flour, when it's stacked together, acts as a bulletproof barrier? If you have a plan for the young people in your family or the unable to defend to escape to this area of your house or another area that you have hardened against projectiles, they will be able to remain safe while the able-bodied work to stop a threat to life at your homestead. Please get ready for what is happening. You know, part of the reason that the Western population is going to soon move to anger is in the realization of what they have been led to believe. They're calling it a reverse Robin Hood. The rich continue stealing from the poor. The top 10%, but not just in the United States, throughout the entire world, are reported to be taking their spoils from the spending and the lives of the increasingly desperate 90% that are left in the world. According to a darkening subset of data, this was released by Carter C. Price and Catherine Edwards of the Rand Corp, if the income was not divided among the already in power over the 30 years, the time period that followed World War II, that's from 1945 through 1974 or 75, the annual income of Americans earning below the 90th percentile would have been $2.5 trillion higher in 2018 alone. What that means is that if the 90%, let me first say there's nothing wrong with wealth. That is great. There is something wrong with corruption. And corruption <clears throat> allows the corrupt to divide themselves from you from the average person, and through that division, they place themselves into a position of power where their wo uh, worth 
their power, grows in a self-serving loop. It's a closed-loop cycle. What this report is showing is that if the extremely powerful did not create this closed-loop system that allows the corrupt to gain wealth and power at your cost, you would have made twice as much as you made last year. If you made $30,000 last year and all other things in the world stayed the same, you would have made $60,000 last year. This is the corruption that we have sent up the red flags over uh, over the past eight years. We've asked everybody in our community to do whatever you can to move, sometimes in the middle of, uh, to the middle of nowhere. Buy land that you can pay off and afford to live the rest of your life on. Land in a home that your children's children can grow up in. This report shows that this amount is equal to... Well, near I would do as God leads you. Because I don't think we've got a lot of time in this world before the tribulation starts. And I, I'm personally, I'm not thinking my children's children type of mindset. I just, that's not really, I'm just trying to live day by day. And, and as the Lord leads, that's what I want to do. This guy's not coming at this from a Christian perspective, but he's, he's talking about things that, that are good to bear in mind and, um, you know, have on your radar. 12% of GDP. It's enough to more than double the median income, enough to pay every single working American in the bottom nine an additional $1,144 every month of every single year. Price and Edwards calculates that the cumulative tab for our four-decade-long uh, four experiment in what they're calling inequality had grown to $47 trillion from 1975 to 2018 at a recent pace of $2.5 trillion per year. That number, they estimated, crossed the $50 trillion mark in 2020. That's $50 trillion that would have gone into your paycheck. The paychecks of the working American had things held constant. $50 trillion that would have built a far larger and more prosperous economy. It would have enabled the vast majority of Americans to own their homes, to enter this crisis in a better position, in better health, and more financially secure. But if, the, if that being, let's say that happened, and the morality aspect stayed the same, we're still heading in a very bad direction. They just, people would just have more money, and I'm, I don't mean righteous people, but I mean just people in general that are, let's say, not christians all it's going to do is a, a give them more money to do whatever you know things they're pursuing now um all i'm saying is that the morality end to me is far more important than the monetary end um this is why people are going to be angry if you have an extra ten dollars to spend at the end of this week please spend it on preparedness items i don't want you to buy any one thing in particular Please buy something that you see helping you and your family get through the wave of despair that will crash over America. Extra rice or canned food might be a box of ammunition, a knife with a full tang that you buy secondhand, a tarp that you can use to patch a hole in your roof, or you could use that same tarp to make a shelter out in the woods, a sleeping bag for when the power goes out and the heat goes out in your home, anything could be shoe goo to repair your shoes and you can't afford to buy more anything that you can get today is going to help you get ready for what is coming tomorrow
please hit the subscribe button and the bell alert. Okay, so we have that. Uh, now, going back to this report here, um, the coming civil unrest is going to be so bad, off-duty NYPD cops are traveling out of state to buy M4 rifles for themselves. The United States of America is heading into what history may, may record as the second civil war. Things are going are going to get so bad so fast in so many places that even police officers are trying to personally arm up for their off-duty hours with, with out-of-state gun purchases. One listener told me that he had close relatives in a major sporting goods business in Pennsylvania. He said that yesterday, September 21st, no fewer than eight police officers from out of state came into the store trying to buy M4 rifles for themselves. That's eight in one day. In fact, over the past week, excluding yesterday, more than 20 off-duty police officers came in trying to buy the same type of M4 rifle. And this is, I guess, in one gun store. The M4 is the NATO's 5.56 caliber semi-automatic firearm, um, but it is routine, but... In its routine configuration, it is not legal in states like New York. Well, because they're so big brother. In order to comply with New York law, the magazine would have to be pinned to block uh, block loading of more than seven rounds, and the bump stock would have to be pinned so it cannot operate if it had one. So the sporting goods stores cannot sell those to police officers. They could sell to the, to the department, but not to individual cops. Several other sources, both in government and in industry, are confirming the coming violence. One man reporting the following via his Facebook group, a guy named Tim Besmer Sr., and here's the report. He said, my friends, <clears throat> I'm not an alarmist, I'm not, but I heard something tonight that scared the pants off me. Many of you know me in person and not just on Facebook. You know that I have many contacts all throughout government that I've developed over many decades of service. I'm nothing special, but I do have these avenues. I was told today that on or soon after the election day, a true revolt and uprising will take place and it's being organized now. Now, the reason I'm reading this to you is because I've heard this over and over again already. I mean, I've heard it over and over that this is going to be the case. Now, I'm not saying it's going to. I don't date set. You know me. This could all be, oh, they're just getting everybody all worked up and they're wanting us to focus in on that while they're doing all this other stuff. Maybe, maybe that's what will happen, but... I'm hearing this a lot, so as a watchman, I have to I have to mention it. Uh, this came from someone who's in government and who told me he's extremely concerned. And not only that, but I believe that God has overted these things over and over and over because the remnant has been educated on things that maybe Satan had planned, but then he couldn't implement them because too many people in the remnant were praying and or fasting about it, and that's the big that's the main reason this ministry exists. Okay, so, um, all right, this came from someone who's in government who told me he's extremely concerned. I cannot tell you who told me this. I can only tell you that I'm taking heed. This man never shares this information freely ever. He said to me the following, in the next two months, an uprising is coming and the government is preparing for nationwide martial law. Now, again, I've reported on this a lot as well, probably in the last three to four months. I've mentioned this quite a bit. Number one, he said to immediately stock up on goods needed to survive and support life for your family. Food, water, paper goods, defensive weapon and weapons, uh, bullets, etc. Uh, and a, amazingly, he emphasized having on hand spare fuel and a generator. He is worried for his family. Two, 
he told me the anarchist groups that are growing in this nation daily will begin with much larger and broader protests. Now remember, the anarchist groups aren't just growing by themselves. They're being heavily funded by the Chicoms, by probably, you know, the United Nations, and we know George Soros, and a ton of other people on the left, I'm sure. Probably a lot of people on the right that we don't aren't even aware of as well, you know, that are, that are trying to act like they're the good guys. Um, he told me the anarchist groups are growing in this nation daily will begin with much larger and broader protest that they are doing now and they will move swiftly into suburbia they will have democratic hierarchy support they will employ shock and awe tactics they will employ lockdowns that are mandatory to minimize organized public resistance he told me that this is not hyperbole and they have people on the inside verifying the planning this information is quietly going to law enforcement agencies nationwide bounties are on law enforcement heads especially and they are well funded meaning the antifa and the black lives matter types if trump wins the left will and is actively planning to lash out at law enforcement nationwide and against the civilian population for putting trump back in office again i've said that many times they will seek death of innocence as payback for the loss of power. Trump will and is preparing to declare martial law nationwide. If Biden wins, the left will and is actively planning to unleash fury on the nation and the citizenry as payback for the last four years of Trump. So it sounds like either way, if what he's saying is true, that it doesn't matter if Trump wins or if he doesn't win, either way, the left's going to go nuts. Now, again, I'm not saying that's the case, but I have heard it on enough occasions biden and harris will sit back and let this happen biden will openly advocate for further defunding of the majority of the nationwide police which is insanity and harris will rule by proxy um again you know i've never met been an alarmist but the source of this information and his place in government is unimpeachable again i was shocked by the source of the info and it is a person i trust implicitly he told me that blm and related fringe groups must and will be destroyed by force and that plans are being made to do this and to restore law and order now could that be what jeremy the 32nd degree freemason said uh, two three months back that i played who when he said that the freemasons are waiting for when the blacks and he's saying the black lives matter the antifa invade suburbia and start kicking in the doors now they've gotten close to that but remember what the Freemason, his Freemason buddy told him that when that happens and when they actually start coming into the houses of white people, that that, and again, Black Lives Matter, you could have a majority of white people doing it <laughs> because a lot of times they'll show the Black Lives Matter mugshots and it's all white people, you know? So anyway, if that does happen, that was the trigger the Freemasons were saying to slaughter antifa and black lives matter and blacks in general now i'm not saying that from a racist standpoint i'm telling you what the freemason told jeremy the former 32nd degree freemason okay now again and then mike adams just released this today and i'm not saying this is the case but you know he's mr one minute he's he's calling out trump and in in whatever and then the next minute he's praising trump so again a double-minded man is unstable in all their ways mike adams is very unstable he's not a christian he's he's got i think he's full very much full of pride and thinks he all has it all figured out and he released this thing today saying bombshell federal intelligence officials cloned phones to surveil and map the entire structure of antifa 
Antifa and BLM terrorist operations in preparation for mass arrests. Now, I've been hearing about mass arrests for, I mean, I can't even tell you how long. They're coming. And that's a big Q thing. The mass arrests are coming. Now, they're saying the mass arrests here aren't of like, I, I, I don't get the impression here it's of like high level politician pedophiles. It's more of they're saying Antifa and Black Lives Matter. And that that's going to happen. He says that Trump's plans to invoke the Insurrection Act after the election, deploying military troops on the streets to halt the extremist left political coup attempt that is expected to be activated shortly after the election. Now, remember, Mike Adams write, writes from a standpoint that Trump's a good guy and that there's no such thing as really a right-left paradigm. So again, I don't buy that. I think that if it's something like that does happen, it's going to be all part of the theater. So again, I'm trying to give you every little possible maybe scenario that we could be expecting and how Trump might paint it. It doesn't make him a good guy, okay? So anyway, uh, going back to this, he told me, that um the blm and related fringe groups must and will be destroyed and again is that in line with what mike adams just posted and what jeremy the 32nd degree freemason said uh that they must be destroyed by force and that plans are being made to do this and restore law and order okay trump gets reelected. we got four more years maybe they will want things to go back to some semblance of maybe not in totally insane chaos probably on the other side of that we're still going to have far far fewer rights because they're probably going to invoke martial law if they do something like this and take away more of our rights and then around the same time they're going to start rolling out the vaccines so i, I don't know how it's going to play out exactly i don't and i don't you don't see me day predicting you don't see me predicting exact scenarios but i'm going to try to give you a broad brush of possible ways it could work out here and then he goes on to say, but until all this comes to pass, it's going to get bad even in the rural areas so the left can have maximum shock and awe effect and drive fear into the nation to submit to BLM and a democratic new world order. To lay it out plainly, he's talking about a true civil war brewing and they are preparing for it at the highest levels. I am, I am taking what I heard tonight seriously and we are preparing I implore you to do so as well. This is not a copy or forward. I am the author, Tim Sr. And I give you the Facebook post where he posted it. Okay, so another source put it this way. It's the perfect storm. Neither side is going to back down. The division of the United States is complete. The stage is set for complete lack of faith in the electoral process. Yeah, it is on both sides. This is all planned. All you need to do is look at the signs. There is no winning side. Choosing a side is being a pawn. You have to realize everyone on either side truly believes their side is on the righteous side. And my comment was, yeah, right-left paradigm. Now, I'm not saying that people that are like for um, pro-Constitution, pro-Second Amendment, they're, they're on the wrong side. I'm not saying that. But Trump ultimately, at the end of the day, is controlled by Satan. Okay? Just like Biden is. Okay, it's right-left paradigm is the point. The fact of the matter is that they are all being played by men at the very top who know no loyalty to any country. Their sole objective is ultimate control over you. And we've been moving where we've, we're, we're giving away more and more of our rights. You know, Trump's putting in the 5G, not only kill grid, but, but um, you know, privacy shredding network where we will have no privacy whatsoever. All of that's going on unabated. You know, you may think you're fighting for freedom so do the guys on the other side 
so, but so did the guys on the other side. What can you do? Think for yourselves. You're being programmed by everything we read, everything you hear, every website you visit, every movie, every television show you watch. It permeates your life. You don't even realize your thoughts are not your own. If God says move, then move. If God says stay still, stay still. Listen to God. It's the only thing you can trust. I, I couldn't agree more. I don't usually make posts like this, but I'm telling you, it's all you've got. And I agree. But it's all we need, too. <laughs> I mean, don't say it in such a way, it's all you got. It's all I can offer you. But it's all we need. Um, but it's truly living by faith at that point, which most people aren't used to doing. <laughs> You know, um, your own personal connection to God, they cannot take that away from you. They can only confuse you into not listening to it, adapt and survive. Uh, okay, so then we have, let's go to this, switching gears, the Abraham Accord and Trump exposed. All right, this is that Adam guy, no more news. And again, he's not a Christian, okay, but he does have a lot of good stuff regarding Trump. And I'm looking at the so these two sides of this Abraham Accord coin, and the reverse side is signed by Donald Trump in the coin itself. And it has this picture of this, like this centaur Arabic sword with a quote from, it looks like, I think, um, the Quran. And, uh, it says, if one inclines toward peace, it inclines toward you. So this whole, this whole thing is about bringing us to peace. And then a whole bunch of Arabic writing. I don't know what it says, but it's so crazy because on the, on the actual, um, the the sword itself the centaur arabic centaur sword it has all these images on the sword and in you know at the top it has like a space shuttle and it has satellites which are controlling you and then it has these cogs like gears that you know and then it has computer script and then it has literally a picture of a vaccine vial and a vaccine needle on the actual stinking abraham accord trump coin it has a picture of a vaccine vial and a vaccine needle. And evidently, that's how we're going to get peace. Because evidently, the kind of peace they want is the kind that the Antichrist will try to break. He's going to come in as a, with a false sense of peace. You're going to probably have him coming out of the ashes of World War, III, World War III saying, I can bring peace to this world. I'm going to confirm the covenant with many nations, Israel and many nations, for seven years. And then the tribulation will start. And he's going to do that par partially through vaccines because you'll probably be lobotomized from the vaccines. You probably won't have any more inclination toward God if you had it before. Because I, I believe that that's probably true, what was said about that, but I just can't get uh, confirmation on that one. And um, yeah, so you've got, and then you know, there's a picture of a satellite. And it's, it's, it's unbelievable, these pictures, what's on this sword. This is how they're going to bring in peace. The vaccines and, and the vaccine needle. Pretty amazing. I'm going to go ahead and let this Adam Green guy talk here. I talked about it before. It's excellent. It's got almost 300,000 views. It came out just a couple weeks ago. It says, we are living through the end times prophecies. The Abraham Accords. We're going to watch a little bit here. Are you serious? What you're looking at, they're very serious in Israel. That is a silver half shekel, and uh, it's in commemoration of President Donald Trump for recognizing Jerusalem as the capital of Israel. That's the voice of Paul Begley. He works closely with ultra-Zionists who want to rebuild yes. the temple. Yehuda Glick, the leading person from the Knesset that wants to rebuild the temple. Paul Begley's a devil. 
okay? I could probably do a five-part study on that dude, okay? So I've got a whole file on all, I mean, that guy is bad, 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 just so you know. And in, involved with Likud and close to Netanyahu, Yehuda Glick, he works with him. I've got videos up on Begley on my backup channel. This half shekel has King Cyrus in the background and President Trump in the forefront. And it is a unbelievable... Now, from what I heard, too, that one guy mentioned it in the other video. I didn't play the audio, but they were saying, well, because Trump is Cyrus, he's he's the... He's the, uh, I don't know, biblical reincarnation of Cyrus in the Bible. He Cyrus, Cyrus was a sinner, so you can't really blame Trump for all the wicked things that he's done in the past or he continues to do or say. So he gets a pass. He's still anointed of God. He's still this and that. Uh, and he gets a pass. It's the Cyrus Balfour Trump Declaration of 2018. This minted will be a half shekel made of silver. And this is what you have to pay. If you're going to the, uh, whenever the temple is built, every... Now, this is the third temple that will be rebuilt under Antichrist that they're chomping at the bit to do. Mail that, it, that go, comes to the temple is required to give a half shekel. That's the requirement. You, to dedicate the temple, every time you go to visit the temple, you're to give a half shekel. So they are going ahead now... That's the that's the guy making the coin that says that that uh, they're going to start with the Trump base to help rebuild the temple. Minting hmm. a half shekel, putting this into. Uh, and there's a lot of Christians that have given like Trump's base, who are I mean obviously Trump's a Zionist. He's a he practices the Kabbalah. He said it in his own book. I've his family wears the red string around their wrist, the Kabbalah red string. Uh, he's yoked up with Jared Kushner. Um, uh, Ivanka's daughters married to, to him. They're hardcore Shabbat Lubavitch, Kabbalistic synagogue of Satan, Talmud loving practitioners of all of this. So Trump's totally yoked up with all this. And I'm sure they would appeal to Trump's base to rebuild the temple. And they're probably thinking they're doing something godly by giving money to rebuild the coming temple that, you know, the Antichrist is going to go in there and defile. When Jesus Christ said on the cross, it is finished. I am the last sacrifice. You don't need to go back and, and rebuild a temple and start re-sacrificing animals in the temple or, you know, to bring them in to the temple, that type of thing. But that's what they're going to do because the atonement of Jesus Christ for the current state of Israel is not enough. They rejected him as their savior in there, but they're not going to reject the Antichrist. Jesus Christ said there's, there's going to come another, him you will not reject. You rejected me, but there's going to come another, the Antichrist, him you will not reject. And he will commit the abomination of desolation that occurs at the midpoint of the tribulation, the midpoint of three and a half years, where he comes into the, into the Holy of Holies and proclaims himself to be God, and then there'll be great tribulation. I don't want any part in rebuilding that third time. I don't want to bring a curse on myself. But so many Christians think they're doing something godly by bringing that in and by actually giving money to rebuild it. Man, you talk about no biblical discernment. Of this was a few years ago, like uh, 2017, I believe. Now, we've today, or this last couple weeks, we've got the Abraham Accord coin. Right. I'm looking forward to when they put Kushner on a coin and call him Moshiach. Meaning <laughs> they're, they're coming awaited savior. He may be. 
I've said that before. I said he, he's a possible candidate. I'm not saying he is, but he's a possible candidate. He's probably got the right bloodline. And um, but I'm not saying he is. They're they're coming away to because that would that would make him potentially the Antichrist. Okay. Uh, now I'm not saying he is. I'm just saying he's a possible candidate. You not know really it's know. coming, folks. And we're very happy to announce that the Mikdash Educational Center just produced a new Cyrus Trump Temple coin. This special coin was produced and minted for. This is from Alpha and Omega Productions. If you guys want to see the the whole thing temple the temple belongs to everybody to the, the Jewish link in the nation, description but also to the whole world they say the temple belongs to everybody but then if you look up the, the actual law about the temple it says that the gentiles won't be allowed inside the temple acidic university that's habad lubavitch gentiles are not permitted to enter the temple area or certain areas inside the outer wall surrounding the temple area. So it's for everybody, you just can't go in there like we can. We are dealing with the supremacist temple cult. So we're starting with the people of Israel, Genocidal. We're starting maybe with the Trump base, but I'm sure that maybe through Trump, everybody will understand not how Donald Trump is important, but how important Jerusalem and the temple is for the whole world. They believe, see how important, they think that Israel and Jerusalem, the temple mount, is not just the capital of Israel, they think it's the eternal capital of the whole world. The law must come forth from Zion. Used for the rebuilding and education of the third temple. The temple belongs to everybody, to the Jewish nation, but also to the whole world. So we're starting with the people of Israel, starting maybe with the Trump base, but I'm sure that maybe through Trump, everybody will understand not how Donald Trump is important, but how important Jerusalem and the temple is for the whole world. Animal sacrifices, yep, Marshall. Yep. It was minted by the uh, Institute for Knowledge of the Temple, and it has a picture of King Cyrus in the background, who was very influential in the rebuilding of the temple, the second temple. It has President Trump in the foreground, and on the back, it has a picture of the temple itself. We hope that the declarations of both Cyrus and Trump will lead to the rebuilding of the third temple. When is the building? Very soon. <laughs> We've already started. Pure wickedness. Pure abomination wicked. Now, granted, it's gotta happen for the abomination of desolation to actually be committed, you have to have a rebuilt third temple, but I sure don't want anything to do with helping to build that thing. I don't want to bring a curse on myself. Uh, I have heard that there are Christians that, um, particularly, and again, I'm not attacking pre-tribbers, I'm just sick, because I was one for a long time, but I have heard that one of the justifications for the pre-tribbers on this is that they're giving money because they believe that the sooner that thing gets rebuilt or that whole ball gets rolling, the sooner they're going to get raptured out of here. So the, so the quicker they give money, the quicker they're going to be out of here before any of the bad stuff starts anyway. Now, I'm not saying, I'm not condemning all pre-trip. I'm not doing that. I don't do that. Whether you're pre-trip, post-trip, mid-trip, pre-rap, whatever, I'm not about that. Okay, I'm just saying I have heard that before. Uh, 
that that's one of the motivating factors of some pre-trippers. <laughs> They're doing that. I don't know, but um, I've heard that more than once. Yeah. Yes. They've already started. Look at how serious his face is. His face is. They've already started rebuilding the temple. They've also also asked Putin to help. He says he's on board, basically. And when it's uh, due to be completed? That depends on how how fast the workers work and how how quickly we can collect the, the money from the treasury. It's a huge step. It's not just a step. It's a huge step because it is a step that is bringing together the biblical uh, narrative, the narrative of uh, Esau and Yaakov. The yeah, again, I mean, maybe, can you imagine trying to use the New Testament to justify this? Like, I'm sure Hagee does, John Hagee, that devil, and all the ultra-Zionists. I mean, how, how do you, you they'll paint it as something good. I mean, you talk about having to twist scripture, and, and, and your parishioner's not, having any biblical discernment whatsoever. Others that were split thousands of years ago are now being brought together again. And this is all part of the biblical narrative. We believe that yeah. this is- One more religion under Antichrist, he's right. This is a, a huge step to the recognition of Jerusalem, of Israel, and the rebuilding of our third temple. Oh. So Esau can persecute them or he can worship them and serve them as Noahides. They believe Trump is the head of Edom and that he's going to be the Edom that repents for destroying the temple and for Christianity in Rome persecuting uh, the Jews over the millennia and that uh, he will be the Noahide that served them and everybody that, that refuses to do that will be destroyed. That's right. the Amalek that will be destroyed. Mm -hmm. And they believe Trump is the head of Edom. Right. Edom. That he's going to help them repent and rebuild the temple. Mm-hmm. Mm. The ruling Likud party has no better friend than President Trump's administration. But I wanted to know why the president's actions were being linked to biblical prophecy. Here we have, after 70 years of the establishment of the state of the world, the strongest king of the world recognizing Jerusalem. I mean, it's the not The strongest my... king in the world being who? The strongest leader of the world today, his name is Donald Trump. So do you believe that the American embassy opening here almost exactly at the same time as the 70th anniversary of Israel's independence was prophesied? Do you believe that? It seems like that. Here we see a process step by step exactly as analyzed, prophesied by the prophets of the book. So it goes on quite a bit more. Uh, I just wanted to kind of play that for you kind of tying some things together now here's another little video that will further kind of tie this prophetic perspectives um about peace in the middle east let's go ahead and play this one hello i'm dave reagan founder and senior evangelist for lamb and lion ministries and i want to talk with you for just a moment about the abraham accords the so-called peace settlements between israel and two states called the united arab emirates and bahrain First of all, I want to point out these are not peace agreements. Uh, Israel has never been at war with either one of these states. Right. These are what are, should be technically called normalization agreements. Okay, so again, the reason I wanted to play this is he says, understand, these are not peace agreements that Trump just signed with this Abrahamic Accord. Okay. This is not where the Antichrist is going to go and confirm 
a covenant with many, many nations, not just two, but many nations, and Israel, okay, like in some type of peace agreement for seven years. None of that matches this Abraham Accord at all, okay? They were not at war with these nations. I mean, if you're going to confirm the covenant with many, for those many nations wanted to either wage war or you were at war with them. These nations are not. Okay, so that, that by itself shows you this is not, what just happened, is not the um, seven-year covenant that's confirmed by the Antichrist and false pro and, uh, by the Antichrist and um, uh, Israel and these other nations, okay? What it amounts to is if these states would recognize the existence, the legitimate existence of Israel, Israel would then have complete relations with them, trade relations, uh, tourist relations, uh, right. uh, and also open Israel up to uh, all of its technology for these two states. So uh, the significance of these agreements, I think, has been greatly overblown. They do not guarantee peace in the Middle East. We're talking here about only two Arab states, and they're very, very tiny states. For example, the United Arab uh, Emirates has a population of 9.2 million, but only 1.4 million Arabs. All the rest of the people there are from other countries who have been brought in to work for the rich Arabs in that yeah, country. So right. it only has a million and a half, a million four, 1.4 million. The nation of Bahrain consists of a tiny little island whose population is 1.2 million, of which 600,000 are people brought in to work. So between the two, you only have 2 million Arabs out of the 450 million Arabs in the Middle he's East. He's showing how tiny these nations are on a map. Okay, but I think, you know, people out there, look, this is, this is, they're confirming the covenant with Israel is for a week, and Donald Trump's in the middle of it, and he's... I don't know. Maybe they're even they're thinking he's the the coming Messiah. Or he's the Antichrist. I don't know. But again, it's just it's like so many people out there saying, "No, oh, this guy's the Antichrist." Or that, yeah. But whoa, what are the biblical parameters for Antichrist? And have we got a seven year treaty yet? That's obvious. Have I mean? Are, no. Well, again, just go by what the Bible says. And two states called the United Arab Emirates and Bahrain. In the two, you only have two million Arabs out of the 450 million Arabs in the Middle East. And furthermore, these two tiny nations do not have a common border with Israel, and they have no, no threat to Israel, and they never have been. Right. These normalization agreements mean very little about Middle East peace. The sworn enemies of Israel are not involved in these agreements, right. and they will not be involved in future agreements. Right. The sworn enemies are Lebanon. Gaza, Syria, and the non-Arab states of Turkey and Iran, and behind them, of course, is lurking Russia. Okay, so again, what you would expect to see then on the real deal, seven-year peace treaty, the Antichrist will broker between Israel and these other nations that literally hate Israel and that would love to be at war or are war, and so to speak, they're, they're you know... It wouldn't take a lot, but that way. Those, the, the nations you'd really look for would be like Turkey, Syria, Lebanon, um, Iran, Russia. Those are the ones that if you had that, that would be many nations that actually were their avowed enemies. We don't have that here with this Abrahamic Accord at all. Support to all of them. Why the agreements? 
which could well be followed by other states like Qatar and Saudi Arabia. One is total exasperation with the Palestinians. The Palestinians have had opportunity after opportunity to establish a Palestinian state, and every time they have rejected the offer, it's just been a never-ending no, 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 no. Right. And, of course, the reason for that is that— But they want to always play the victim, the Palestinians. And people like Adam Green, he's a great example, he will say— all he'll do is be an apologist for the for the Islamic Palestinians that have launched missiles at Israel for decades and decades and decades and expect Israel to never retaliate. Now, does that mean I don't think Israel doesn't have wicked, evil people at the top of their hierarchy re regarding the synagogue of Satan, the Kabbalah-practicing, Talmud-loving synagogue of Satan? They, ob they absolutely have that, okay? But the Muslims are no angels either. And they're very guilty of being incredibly inflexible whenever it comes to any kind of negotiations with Israel. And I've documented this over and over again in previous studies. So again, I try to have biblical balance when it comes to Israel in this whole subject. The annihilation of Israel, they don't want a two-state solution. Second is fear of Iran. Iran is... Uh, trying to dominate the Middle East, and these nations are scared to death of Iran, and so they want the backing of the United States, and they want the backing of Israel. Another is access to Israeli technology. That's another reason for these agreements. And another reason that they have succeeded is that Trump did something that no other president has done. Every other president, including Ronald Reagan, has always approached the Middle East by trying to put pressure on Israel to make concessions, which Israel has often done to no avail. They have never really tried. I mean, Israel's given land and given land and given land. And every time they've given land, all the the Muslims will do, wherever they're at, whatever land they were just given, they'll just move their rockets in closer. So they get a better bead on the civilian population of Israel. They've done it over and over again for decades. And um, you, it's just, you, they're evil. You cannot trust them to force the Palestinians to make concessions because they know the Palestinians are not going to make any concessions. Right. So it's always been pressure. And then what, what, what will happen, and I've documented this over and over again, Palestinians will, will, will lob, you know, hundreds and hundreds, thousands of rockets into Israel. And then when Israel does um, retaliate, what the Palestinians are famous for doing, and this is what Muslims are famous for doing anyway, is they will take their children. Yes, they will take their own children where they were launching the rockets and they know israel's got a bead on those locations and they'll put their own children where the palestinians were launching rockets so that when israel retaliates it will kill their own children and then they'll be able to cry look at all the atrocities that israel committed against us they've done and they've openly admitted they've done this it's happened over and over again that's how sick and twisted and evil the muslims are and again, that doesn't mean I'm not saying Islam or, or Israel is innocent either. Neither of them are. But I've this whole Palestinian thing, I've done many, many reports on. Just key in Palestine in the keyword search box at contendingfortruth.com. I don't even know how many studies I've done on this subject. On Israel. What Trump did differently is he completely ignored the Palestinians, went around them, and talked directly to the Arab states. And so, what is happening is these Arab states now are coming on, normalizing the relations, and completely isolating the Palestinians. 
this incidentally will probably do nothing more than just enrage the Palestinians and enrage their right. allies and cause an even more unsettled situation in the Middle East instead of peace right. in the Middle East. Right. We need to pray that Trump will never make the mistake of trying to endorse a two-state solution because that is not in accordance with God's will. God has not spent a hundred years re, uh, bringing the Jewish people back to the land of Israel for them to suddenly give away a portion of their land. That land belongs to them. They've already done that though over and over. I mean, in the previous decades. It was given to them for eternity by Almighty God. Joel 3.2 says that God will enter into judgment with any nation in the end times that tries to divide up his land, and that includes the United States of America. Now, now you, you could say, oh, well, come on. Now. I, don't, I don't believe, okay, well, again, I'm trying to have balance here. In response to a recent letter entitled, Thanks for Nothing, John Sinclair levels many accusations against Jesus Christ in regard to the Katrina disaster. This is when Hurricane Katrina hit, I believe, New Orleans. In looking at this event, it is important to biblically look at the factors that led up to this event. In a book called Eye to Eye, Facing the Consequences of Dividing Israel, William Koenig at watch.org documents the major Israel land for peace efforts from times past and the 49 corresponding United States catastrophes that have occurred in close proximity every single time Israel has been strongly advised or forced to give up her land by the United States or other nations. Now, I give you a link here. William Koenig answers the question, are there consequences for dividing the land of Israel? You can click on that link, but the documentation begins, and I've done whole teachings on this as well, probably on the Palestine one, Palestine ones I've done. The documentation begins with the Madrid Peace Conference, October 30th, 1991 to November 4th, 2003. Um, meaning things that have taken place in that time period. Among these events are the top 10 natural disasters ranked by FEMA regarding relief cost, the three largest insurance events in U.S. history up to that time, the four of the seven, four of the seven costliest hurricanes in u.s history and three of the four largest tornado outbreaks in u.s history please understand this information is not based on opinion but just documented facts there is no coincidence about the katrina disaster occurred just as a small israeli gaza pullout was completed a pullout the bush administration greatly pressured beyond these facts new orleans and the surrounding areas are well known as being the witchcraft slash voodoo capital of the united states i put that in there the crime rate in this area is off the scale the per capita murder rate is second in the nation. The homosexual presence is also enormous. And they just keep getting hammered. I mean, up to this very day. Biblically speaking, these are factors that provoke God's judgment. If America continues to condone and promote sin, the Kadrina disaster will be one of many to come. Now, I wrote this many years ago. The Bible says, Isaiah 5.20, Woe unto them that call evil good and good evil. Um, so, anyway, I've, I've got a whole word doc that goes into this in deep that goes into all the the okay we pressured israel to give up land okay this happened like the day later or a week later or whatever some all the worst disasters we had had in that time period that they mentioned there so you know you could say us all by chance I, I don't think so i mean it's cause and effect does that mean israel's perfect and that it's puritanical and and that that we can't expose the wickedness in no it doesn't mean that at all but, you know, I'm just not one to throw the baby out of the bathwater. The Bible says in Zechariah that, you know, two-thirds of Israel will perish um, in the tribulation. But one-third will come through 
the tribulation will be tried as silver is tried in the furnace of earth and they're going to get their eyes open and they're going to look upon the one they've pierced meaning jesus christ and mourn for him as one that mourns for their only begotten son so a third of israel will be saved but right now blindness in part has happened to israel until the fullness of the gentiles come in according to the word of god so you just I, again I'm, I'm always trying to balance with what we're talking about here and then this last one here, I'm going to try to fit this in. Israel and Kissinger's right-hand man, Pacenic, uh, Steve Pacenic, continued to take the goy for a ride. Um, this is mature content. Uh, this is this new guy that's come on the scene. He, I know he thinks he knows everything on the planet about everything, but um, uh, he's smart, but he really doesn't come at it from, he says he's a Christian, but he doesn't act like one at all. I do think he makes some good points, though. So I'm going to go ahead and play this and... Um, this will be the last part here. Okay, so this was a quote from Netanyahu. I've said this before. Um, if we get caught, they will just replace us with persons of the same cloth. So it does not matter what you do. America is a golden calf and we will suck it dry, chop it up and sell it off piece by piece until there's nothing left but the world's biggest welfare state that we will create and control. Are they not doing that to us right now? With, with most of the people in high-level posi positions either controlled by the Rothschilds and the Rockefellers who are ultra-high-level synagogue of Satan Zionists, like they control Trump, and you know, they control both sides. And the whole COVID-19 lockdown thing seems to be the way that they're really pulling this thing off. Um, it says, why would we do this? Because it is the will of God, meaning in their case, the will of Satan, and America is big enough to take the hit so we can do it again and again and again, meaning suck us dry and sell us off piece by piece. These are the... Uh, reported words spoken by Netanyahu at the at the Finks Bar in Tel Aviv in 1990. So Netanyahu's a devil, okay, and and he's he's always been a devil and always will be a devil. Hi, internet friends. I want to do a video very quickly on Dr. Steve Pachenik and the incredible admissions he continues to. Speak. Now he's uh, Steve Pachenik has been on Alex Jones show for years and years, okay, and this guy's a total. I mean, I believe he's former CIA, just a total operative, a total devil. And Alex Jones just continues to, to allow him to have InfoWars as a platform of his. Fourth, we're also going to talk about 5G very briefly at the end. And I'm going to do a proper video on 5G. I want to tear apart the hysteria on 5G once and for all with scientific paperwork. And I'll show you how to read a scientific paper. Let's get back to Pachenik. I'm blown away by his crap. I saw this two days ago and I didn't even want to look at it. The praising and pushing of Jared Kushner is out of control. I remember 18 months ago, someone said, Jared Kushner's the Antichrist. He'll be pushed. He'll be president. I went, oh, give me. That's ridiculous. And my God, I'm watching it unfold as we speak. So let me tell you what's going to happen, me being so arrogant. Just right most of the time. Let's the guy needs to get off the pride wagon. He's full of pride. I'm sorry. Let's listen to Pachenik. Hi, this is Dr. Chenik, and today, on the beginning of Rosh Hashanah, the new year in Hebrew, we're celebrating 5,780 years. Trump has initiated one of the most important peace treaties in our history, and that is having Israel relate and have a treaty with UAE and Bahrain. And, and again, we just heard in the last video that it's pretty insignificant two very small nations that don't share a common border with Israel that were never really Israel's arch enemy anyway, that have very low pop era populations. It wasn't that big of a deal, but they're blowing it out of proportion 
on purpose by design. People who have to... Of course, I've been working together for probably a decade at least. At least. We thank for it are two Orthodox Jews, which is not an accident considering the fact that they did it around Rosh Hashanah and the New Year, the Hebrew New Year. The first one, of course, is Jared Kushner, who went to Yeshiva in New Jersey. And so he went to a raving lunatic, ultra-Orthodox Hasidim, Chabad Lubavitch, a Ukrainian and Russian-based foreign intelligence asset. That's where he went. Now, when you need to understand that Pachenik just Six months ago, less, four months ago, I, I can't find the damn stuff. That's why I save every episode now. Where he and Alex Jones are saying, Kushner needs to go. His father's a shyster. He's a shyster. He's a bankrupt idiot. He's a moron. And now he's the Messiah. He's literally the Messiah. Unbelievable. Shiva went to Harvard. From Harvard, he went on to develop the Kushner real estate and then uh, created a newspaper. From that, he went... So he's praising Kushner. He's praising this devil that could be a candidate for the Antichrist. Pachenik is. Devanka, who became and uh, converted to Judaism. But his right-hand man is called the Coffee Boy. And who was he? His name is Adi Berkowitz. Adi means the person of multitude who takes care of many. And he, too, was a yeshiva bacher, but he didn't go in New Jersey. He went in Lawrence, New York. From there, he went to Queens College and then went to Harvard Law School. At Harvard Law School, he graduated and joined Kushner's real estate empire and then joined Kushner's newspaper. So how did they both meet? Jared Kushner, an Orthodox Jew, and Avi Berkowitz, another Orthodox Jew, both met on the basketball team, and they, were, they enjoyed each other's company. As a result of that, they traveled all over the Middle East, UAE, Saudi. Okay, I have to mute this out because he says some really perverted stuff here, this guy, this Brendan O'Connell, this Christian guy, and I have to edit this part out. Uh, so, okay. Arabia, Brunei, and Oman. It thanks to Jared. Don't forget Malaysia, they're completely sold out as well. Developed the incredible financial scheme and strategy for the uh, association between Israel and Bahrain and UAE, and then eventually Saudi Arabia. We're going to have a major Middle East peace treaty involving many countries. And thanks to Trump, who initiated all of these peace treaties, what I call the moral peace treaties, around Yom Kippur and around the beginning of Christmas and the Christian holidays, he understood the importance of creating peace all over the world. So what does this mean for America? What this means for America, we're no longer going to be in conflict in the Middle East. Trump has taken all our soldiers back from Iraq, Syria, Afghanistan, and he literally wants peace around the world. As a result of Jared Cook. Oh, boy. And he's going to withdraw them back in, and it's Rothschild splitting up. What Rothschild is doing, City of London is doing. That's why they went after Bannon and crushed Bannon quick, and Kissinger's in the White House. Bannon was naming Kissinger and Wall Street and Davos and the City of London and Kissinger. Well, these clowns said, sweet F.I.M., blame George Soros and Hillary and Obama in the sperm-drinking bunker, casting witchcraft spells. Uh, amazingly, yesterday on Friday's show, Alex Jones actually said, and George Soros and... I, I said this was mature content. I'm trying to edit out some of this stuff, but it's pretty bad. Child, it was incredible. That's because you're on that band.video hammering him. Look, 
we're going to show you in the new video which will come by Wednesday I'm definitely going to finish it now um, you will show you Jones talking about in late 2016 that Trump's going to release the technology all that DARPA stuff all the welding <coughs> welding of Israel and the United States together via legislation that welding together now Israel will have the continual technology transfer out of the United States it will never stop Trump will never stop it He's going to win the election, and what he's going to do as he withdraws troops and energy back into the North America, his job now, the Trump administration, is to build North America and South America into the UN Smart Cities program. Nothing's going to stop. Right. The 5G surveillance state will continue to be built. The yep. fiber optic, the 5G, all the AI will continue to be built. Anything that comes under scrutiny by members of Google or any of the other um, American companies, that research will simply be sent to Israel and handed to Russia and China. That's why cutting off America from China, that, well, that's fine, because Israel will continue its role in building them up and creating more wealth for itself and building greater Israel. And they'll tell all the Arab Muslims, we're all Israelites now, and kissy, kissy. It was those evil American wasp empire builders over there that did it all. And they'll build up Central and South America, Mexico and the North American Union. They're going to get, this is Rothschild building up this part of his planetary combine. This Rothschild totally controls Trump. The Rothschilds are the ones that bailed out Trump of numerous bankruptcies. And that's not a rumor. That's something that's easy to verify. That was in mainstream newspapers. I've, I've reported on that. The actual, like, you know, where we actually had pictures of when Trump got bailed out by the Rothschilds. Corporation. They'll build a Cold War 2.0 and set China, the evil commies, against the freedom-loving Americans, and they'll build robots and drones to counter each other because they have to. Because with this military standoff, you know, this Cold War 2.0, we have to build automated killing machines because China's got them. 2030, they meet at Bilderberger and they turn them against us. You watch. I believe it will be basically be done in a benevolent fashion. They have a benevolent plan, but they're not going to institute it. Most people will walk straight into that UN smart city. It's going to be beautiful. Even the elect will be deceived if that were possible. No one, no one believes this corona crap. It was meant to be discovered. It was an Easter egg hunt. Alex Jones is the hero. Uh, Steve Bannon's the hero. He'll be given a place. I mean, Alex Jones pats himself on the back. I, I hardly can even stand even listening to anything on him. It's just... Trump praise, you know, right, uh, feeding into the right-left paradigm. He's nothing more than a glorified Sean Hannity at this point. Um, and it's it's just unbelievable. It's sickening. And again, it's really becoming my, the, the news sites I access is becoming narrower and narrower and narrower as the deception, the end-time deception deepens. It's easier and easier to see who is on Team Satan or who is on at least Team Deception. And who is actually trying to pursue the truth. As long as he shuts his mouth and doesn't mention Kissinger. And above all, Donald Trump is the hero. I said it in video 11. Uh, I said it in video 11 two, year, two and a half years ago. This is what was going to happen. It was a script, a World Wrestling Federation strip yeah. from the Hollywood producer Steve Bannon and Steve uh, Pachenik uh, with their... Um, with their Hollywood producing Goldman Sachs contacts. And that's exactly what's going to happen. And they're going to build up the U.S. and you're going to love it. The economy will boom. It looks like this may be a very... Now, I don't like predicting stuff like that because I don't know if that's going to happen, what he just said there. Um, maybe it will, but, you know, I, I'm not going to go... That, that may not be the case at all. Um, 
but he kind of thinks he's got it all figured out exactly the way that things are going to play out, and, and I, I don't like to go that route. Clean and easy turnover, which is what I said on January the 5th in Video 5. I said this would be a clean and easy changeover. Magical Unicorn says, no, nah, it's going to be hard. It has to be hard. And then I thought, yeah, maybe you're right. Maybe they are going to go to war. Jeez, talking, talking smack, hardcore. I think it's going to be a very easy rollover. You're going to be surprised. But look, tactically, it's very difficult to predict because the internet is now no longer a passive observer. They're getting the data analytics and they're feeding us what they want us to hear. They're going off the data analytics. So that's why they're talking about Snowden now is on Joe Rogan. Alex Jones is talking about a pardon for some Joe Rogan and Assange because the data analytics are pushing the narratives. Mm-hmm. The, the AI, the automated intelligence is... is and again, that's why it's getting harder and harder to get because the AI is censoring the truth and co-opting all the search engines and co-opting YouTube and Facebook and Twitter and Instagram. And then a lot of the people in alternative media, and let's just say they don't even have bad intentions. Let's just say they're deceived. They're becoming more deceived because of this whole Trump right-left narrative. So it's getting to the point where it's so hard to even find out the truth now. You're going to see the withdrawal and the standoff while he builds the pan-Eurasian superstate and gets the Asians in the smart city program. That's what all the Chinese uh, ghost cities are for. They're going to be filled up and you're going to see this very rapid turnover over the next 10 years and the development of semi-autonomous and autonomous robots and drones under the 5G surveillance network. Mm-hmm. That's the most important thing about right. that millimeter wave, millimeter wave 5G. And we're going to talk... And, and nobody's doing more to bring that in than Trump. And he wants 6G as soon as possible. So just some you know current event headlines that relate to some of what we've been talking about uh senate republican rebuke president no disruption in the transfer of power because trump is saying that you know if i'm not elected i don't believe the results because of the whole election process being compromised with the mail-in ballot and all this other stuff and there supposedly the senate republicans are saying no there 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 won't be any disruption in transfer of power whereas trump's saying there will be if if he loses and then Archbishop says, Donald faces the biblical challenge against demonic forces. I wouldn't be surprised if that's this, what one of the archbishops that spoke at this devil uh, prayer thing that went on in front of the uh, largest 666-foot obelisk on earth at Mike Pence and, and uh, Franklin Graham and um, Jonathan Conjob all spoke at yesterday. And then growing fear election could be militarized because there's so much talk about. Remember... Trump wanted to bring in this op- Operation Warp Speed and have the elections, uh, have the vaccines before the elections, like two or three days before. So that would give him the excuse to have military on the streets. Well, now there's going to be all the more reason to have military on the streets, even without the vaccine, because there are, everybody's predicting there's going to be this gigantic um, leftist, Black Lives Matter, Antifa, you name it, coming out of the woodwork upheaval, whether Trump wins or loses. You know, I gave you those two scenarios. So, and then gun sales soar in swing states. And um, then was Trump just joking about, you know, not transferring the uh, power peacefully? And then head of the Department of Health and Human Services just told Americans to buy ammunition as Democrats planned armed insurrection after election. Now, I'm just going to go ahead and check Drudge real quick here because they're the mouthpiece for Satan. And if you want to get a pulse on what Satan's wanting to push... Uh, they're they're attacking him pretty good 21 year or years of tax avoidance pay no income tax for seven, 11 years well people at the top typically don't um 
long concealed tax record showing Trump's chronic losses. Uh, former Trump campaign manager Brad Pascal armed barricades self in front of Fort Lauderdale home. Huh. Hospitalized after threatening to harm himself. Now again, what is all this doing? It's feeding into the right-left paradigm. It's feeding, if you're a, uh, a Trumpite, uh, Trump delusion syndrome, and you go up to Drudge, and you go up to CNN, and you see them attacking Trump, you automatically, that automatically confirms in your mind the narrative, well, these guys are liars. Trump's a good guy, and that's why they're attacking him. And exactly, that's exactly what they want you to think. 100 percent and the fact now that he's already appointed this amy comey barrett or whatever the catholic lady to the supreme court nomination that's making the left go crazy as well okay so uh that's all i have for today guys i'm i'm um uh just too much content to try to get to get into i will get back on this uh lord willing next weekend and um we'll we'll get everything caught up then but um uh, we did get quite a bit covered today. So anyway, God bless you and we will see you next week.